So the girl's waiting for her roommate to get back. She's getting real scared. Oh, yeah. The room's on the second floor. So she's waiting. It's probably the darkest night ever. Suddenly, from outside, she hears... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Rat Knife Podcast. This is Adam. I'm sitting here with Eric and Garrett, and tonight we're going to dive into one of my favorite childhood shitty horror movies, Little Monsters. Little Monsters came out August 25th in 1989. It had a budget of $7 million, but completely bombed at the box office with a total earning of $793,775. So the production company Vestron was the one who made this film and they like went bankrupt like towards the end of production. So that's the reason why um, it didn't do so hot in the box office. It was only actually in 171 theaters. Um, it also was up against like some rad movies at the same time, like Uncle Buck and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5. <laughs> Yeah, I could definitely see Uncle Buck fucking completely destroying, destroying this. this. He's cooking our garbage. The only saving grace for this fucking movie was Daniel Stern. Oh, he's great in this. <laughs> you think Daniel Stern was the saving grace for this movie? Oh, fuck yeah. Wow. What a hole. Fuck um, Fred Savage and Howie Mandel. Well, there's Ben Savage as well. I, no, dude, Howie oh, Mandel is a Savage. fucking saving grace of this fucking movie. But um, Daniel Stern is definitely funny. Like, and it's and it's cool to see Daniel Stern being stern in a role and not being <laughs> a fucking goofball. That was the sound of a tool chest falling down the stairs. Um, right. But yeah, he plays the dad role like like pretty awesome. Oh, it's super tight. Yeah, it's it's a, like typical eighties. Oh yeah. He gets so pissed. Everything these kids do. And I love like the like how he's just like all he wants to do is fucking get home from work and watch some fucking games. And it's like that's the last thing his family wants him to do. And he's fucking miserable. Dude, I feel bad for him, you know, being the dad because it starts. So the movie starts off. They're moving into their new house, which I'm assuming is somewhere in New England because they see the Boston Boston, Red Sox hat and uh, all that jazz. But yeah, I think it's in Massachusetts for sure, I think. Well, the father, you you know, you hear Brian, you know, has some weird fucked up alarm thing to go eat his fucking onion and peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> and watch an babes on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, we're, we're dealing again, uh, yet again, with, with another couple having marriage. <laughs> yeah, it's a common yeah, theme. But, like, if you listen to it, though, like, you feel bad for him because, you know, Brian comes, you know, he's walked through the halls and then he kind of catches, like, a little glimpse of an argument. And his dad's like, you know, you think I want to drive two hours to a job that I hate? Oh. You know, you're the one that wanted to, like, stay home and not work. And then we just bought this house and the guy's like trying and she's like, you're a monster. He's like, right. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm the monster. I'm the monster that's fucking putting all the goddamn food on the table. <laughs> you want beef, homie? Yeah. Yeah. You just hang out at the house with the kids. Not saying that raising kids is easy or anything, but, right. you know, don't well, that, that was the was... guy for not being around when he's trying to provide for everybody. That's what was funny about the whole thing, though, is it was like. <clears throat> He's sitting 
like he's sitting in the chair like watching his game and shit and then like his wife's like watching the kids and she's trying to like sand and paint the walls and stuff and uh she's like have you ever seen any paint and sandpaper around the past few days and he just like looks over at her like doesn't make a face or anything just goes back to his game. yeah and he's yeah, just he's like he's knee yeah, deep in, for all this he's knee deep in a bag of baked or a bag of lace potato chips they're flipping, flipping in between the stations. Yeah. Trying and to get Brian's both games. Just like a typical, like little asshole, like, and exactly what I remember, like myself being like when I was For younger, sure. like, you know, as soon as somebody says something like, eh, yeah, blah, fucking mimic him like a little ADHD piece of shit that I was. Totally. And he's, he's doing the same thing, like in this flick, but he's like, he's like backing up, like in fear. And then obviously he's like, yeah, why don't you do it, dad? Yeah. <laughs> like, me and my dad, like the, the the shit that we'd get in fights about when I was a kid is just like leaving shit out. I remember like I left my BMX bike out and it would like get rusty overnight and he'd just be like, I fucking bought you that thing, man. Like, what are you doing? Look I what you it. did, you little jerk. Or I'd like borrow one of his tools to like build a treehouse <laughs> or some shit and leave like his hammer in the woods for a week. Like it's it that one's just like so nostalgic. I remember <laughs> uh, a friend of mine, his father came home from work one day and there was a bike sitting in the the driveway and he thought it was his son's so he took the bike and he threw it up into the tree oh, no. and it got stuck up in the tree and he had one of my other friends over and he was like what the fuck <laughs> he said, oh, I, thought, I thought that was his yeah the pe- but the peanut butter and onion sandwich that's fucking gross i'm gonna have to give that a whirl one of these days to be honest i just I think the same I, thing i do love onions I eat them like apples. I do love onions, but wow. I don't definitely know a strange one. But I love that he was just butter, uh, he's like a little Sandy. ass kid, and he's just yeah, he's sitting there just watching Jo flicks on the <laughs> on the TV, and then uh, and <laughs> like, did they ever get to the bottom of who put the ice cream in there? Was that Maurice? It or was, was Maurice, it little brother. Yeah, it no, Maurice. it was Maurice for sure. The f- right. fucking yeah, asshole. Watching Channel ninety eight cable television, and the chick's yeah. like, "I'm from Fort Lauderdale, but I want to be in L A." <laughs> yeah, like, in like so a what bikini. Do you think about the world. <laughs> He's ripping our like our generation Skinamax when yeah. you have like a late night sleepover at one of your friends that who yeah, had dude, rich I remember parents doing that, had that all the when I was channel. a kid. What about the the Spice Channel where you'd have to watch it in fuzz, but like every like three seconds or like three or four seconds, it would like you'd get like a flash of a boob or something, and yeah. you were like yeah. so stoked. Yeah, like, weird fuck nipple. yeah! And now now you got all that shit HD in your pocket. Yeah, virtual reality style. <laughs> Anything you want. Yeah, or you could put goggles on. <laughs> I will give it to him though. I mean, he's a he was an innovative little fucker because he like you know his dad ran over his bike. He has like a shit fit. Like you know like like I could imagine like feeling the same way. Like some piece of shit just put my bike out. My dad ran over it and he's like, oh, got a couple little dents in your car. My bike's destroyed. He's yeah. like he's like I'm in trouble for this. Okay, dad. Like you know and like he's just Bullshit. a little like he wanted to slap the shit out of him, but yeah. like he takes off, but then. He, he, he takes the pieces of the bike, you know, and, and turns into a booby trap later on. Yeah, movie. which is rad. The booby <laughs> trap stuff in this movie is awesome. Like, I'm setting booby traps. Using the I bike like parts and mix- the crank and like all that shit. He's like a mixture yeah. of like the Asian kid from uh, the Goonies. Data. Pee Wee Herman. Aha! Yeah. Like trying to yeah. catch this fucking monster. And he, and he like, there was almost, I, I, I want to say it was almost like a nod to et where he used like the trail of like yeah. doritos like Dude, instead of reese's pieces i love the uh the first of all the the retro doritos bag gets me every time uh that's why we, we made it the backing card for our maurice pin when we did it with rat knife and then uh and then just like even like the zoom in shots is when he's laying those crispy doritos down like you can just see the powder on them like oh man good stuff getting hungry good. over there getting hungry I, I didn't even know howie mendel even acted 
<laughs> before this movie. I just thought he was on America's Got Talent or whatever. No, and I was yeah, like, no, I was talking to Eric last night. He's guy. Bobby's World, man. And yeah. then he he played, uh, he did the voice for uh, Gizmo and Gremlins I was reading earlier. Oh, wow, I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so and he, he says like a similar line in it, like the bright light thing. No, no. Yeah, like that's Howie Mandel doing the voice for um, from what I read. Anyway, hopefully that's factual. Bobby's world is fucking awesome. And he actually he, yeah. he like voice yeah. characters and like he was actually like live action. He was in it. Yeah, well, he it. was yeah. the only live person. Exactly. In it. But, yeah, he was the dad. But then he's like he pops in like the dude from Mortal Kombat. That just pops yeah, he has like a little like like froey little curly fr- like mullet style thing going on. It's awesome. Um. So, yeah, then we have like the, the introduction of Maurice scares the shit out of his little brother. And, um, you know, they, they dare him to switch rooms and he's not going for the dare or the double dare. And then they and then money's involved and then, bam, he's in there. And, yeah. uh, you know, you get your introduction to Maurice and uh, you get the cool shot in the closet with um, the sideways TV yeah. you know, playing the fly. The giant was, spider uh, scene. Yeah, which was was super rad. Little nods to horror. Um, Dude, that movie could have been over real fucking fast if he just didn't shove the clothes back Dude, under the bed. Well, there's something fucked up there. Like Brian, Brian is like basically you get to watch Brian completely understand what he's doing. And he's like, so the he he kind of contemplates it like, all right, light hurts this dude. And then he's like, oh, I could save this guy. Like I could, I could just push this, push the, the, the clothes under the bed. But he just sits there and he like waits and he lets fucking Maurice just die. And then unknowingly, he thinks he's dead. He thinks he's he's handled his brother's monsters problem, monster problem. But then he uh, flicks the clothes back under the bed after he thinks he killed him. And then Maurice pops right back up in that scene. Well, I don't blame him, dude. From watching this whole fucking movie, fuck Maurice. Fucking every he's getting all these kids beaten by the fucking you know that guy fucking walks into a drunk's house, sets up all these stupid little ice cream booby trap things. Next thing you know, little Timmy's. Fucking got two broken legs. That's Maurice's job is to be an asshole, though. So it's like he's doing it right. He, he goes and gets his little docket of, of kids that he has for the night and like what he's got to do. And then they just get to be creative. Yeah, I, did, I didn't realize it until I watched it uh, before the before the podcast. But when I saw that scene, it like all hit me in the head with like, uh, have you seen like the 3D animation movie Monsters, Inc.? Dude, yeah, I was just going to fucking bring up next. Tune in next week when we review the next scary movie, Monsters. <laughs> but yeah, like that whole like he, like you get your like assignments and you go and, and you come up from under the bed and scare kids. I was like, holy shit. I'm like, Monsters Inc. just ripped off little monsters like this is a co- complete rip off here. They did a true kids version. Exactly. Because like yeah. this like like this was back in like the era like where they made kids movies like that mm-hmm. had jokes like of adults. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, either, the, so it was this like was the, the this was the introduction to me for uh, the over the shoulder boulder holder when I was a kid. I thought it was the funniest thing ever, and I wouldn't stop repeating it. But like, yeah, so as that like one, a, as that a one, nine year old kid, I was stoked on it. Yeah, super solid. Like that was, <laughs> and it was like that, and then like, and then Yabos and uh, yeah, Focus Pocus. Totally. But, um, my favorite is, uh, and this is a total sexual scene, is when. Um, he turns his hand into the dog and chews up the paper. And uh, he he says, uh, man's best friend, his right hand. <laughs> Just so making good. a total jerk off reference. Which Definitely. Is shit. But um, that was back when they could get away with all this stuff because kids never kids aren't going to understand any of that stuff. For um, sure. Maybe and, nowadays. And like, no wonder why this didn't get seen a lot. Like no adult 
liked this movie. Like this movie was for little kids to get like scared and like fucking get into horror movies. Like this is the perfect. This was like I this this movie I watched like literally like multiple times a week for like over a year when I was like eight or nine years old. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I know I'm an adult and I just watched it and I fucking hate it. <laughs> fucking goddamn yet again. Episode. What was this for now? Yeah, I'm yep. starting to think you're just I, a selfish piece I, of I, shit. I hate, you only like I the hate. ones that you pick. <laughs> you know, you know I, I, I'm trying I'm trying to, you know, be a glass half full kind of guy and trying to, uh, you know, be positive and everything. But um, yeah, I, I'm just be you, Eric. I'm going to be me. Just be the and piece of shit we know you to be. That's a piece of shit. <laughs> keep tuning in every week. Yeah, keep tuning in. I'll keep fucking shitting on it. Eric's going to shit on all your childhood favorite movies. Yeah, fucking send your movies in. I'll fucking shit all over it. A lot of what people thought. Want? A lot of people thought that this was just like a basic rip off of uh, Beetlejuice for like and made for kids, which I can see. I can totally see the the comparisons there. It makes perfect sense. And, it, and Beetlejuice came out like the year before. Ah. I think is, does he doesn't he wear doesn't someone wear a suit that kind of re- resembles Beetlejuice? I mean, like uh, down under the bed in that whole oh. world, like there's a lot of shit that all reminds the monsters me of, have all, all kinds of weird shit totally. like going on there. But they have to have like a pretty. You know, I mean, I mean, not for nothing. I mean, Beetlejuice just had a fucking striped suit on. So it was like, how much yeah, are you really fucking ripping on that guy when you right. had a bunch of fucking weirdos hanging out underneath? But uh, I mean, a cool, cool scene to that was when he introduces Brian like to the underworld and stuff. And yeah. uh, that was another like fun little fact that I found is that that Ben Savage played two roles in this movie. So he's actually one of the monsters that's up at bat and uh, crushes one of the balls out. Oh, cool. And he, he's got horns just like Maurice nice like in the scene i don't know if you guys caught that but no not at all um pretty cool if you go back and check it out i know eric won't because he fucking hates it but uh <laughs> adam you'll check it out yeah. and uh you'll see the scene that i'm talking about but yeah I, I mean even that whole thing like you know after he's trapped him and everything and uh you know they become friends and then he brings him and shows him like the underworld and stuff like he talks about it like it's this fucking great place and like yeah. it's just a shitty like it's shitty like a, place with a bunch of staircases until right. you get down to the snack section. You were talking about wanting to pocket some snacks in oh, the Squad episode, Adam. Dude, there was fucking there's, snacks. Boy, they had KFC piles, burgers. Piles of pizza and burgers pizza. and shit. It's awful. He takes a whole me, cake and shoves, shoves it under his vest. Yeah, good stuff. It reminds me of a mixture of like uh, Total Recall when he goes to like these people need air like that whole area <laughs> mixed with like kazam yeah when he's like yeah. you know make it make it rain all these snacks or whatever right right yeah yeah there's like a, there's a yeah that that whole under underworld is like it looks you can tell like it looks like it's like a broadway play stage of just like all those stairs and stuff like that but uh it's got like gritty like new york alley vibes also like with all like the weird like little firework things in the in the magical the magical air and some yeah, really whole, cool, like, uh, really cool, like, creatures, like, throughout that whole thing. Totally. The dude with the suit, I can't remember his name, the dude with the super long legs. Yeah, I forget his name, too. Yeah, yeah he's super long legs body. that have hands instead of feet. Super creepy. Yeah. <clears throat> a little kid that's got hands on his face. Yeah, Arnold. And then he and then he puts hands on over his hands <laughs> on his face. 
Arnold's holding his head, right? He's holding his head up. Well, he has two sets of hands. One of them's just like this, and then he has his other set that he's holding on, and then Snick fucking rips his head off. Yeah, he's got Gives like... Him that little pumpkin. Well, Adam, Adam, the viewers can't see what you're doing. He's got almost like the uh, Home Alone when he puts on the aftershave. Yeah. yeah. Right when he slaps it on, he's got yeah. two hands stuck like that, and then he puts his hands over those hands. Yeah, the whole One, part that when uh, Snick just literally decapitates a kid in like the, like the first time you meet Snick... It's just—it's like as a kid, I was fucking scared of Snick for sure. He was Snick creepy is, as fuck. Snick is is creepy. Like Snick's like your your fucking average fucking barstool jockey at your fucking local pub. Yeah, he he looks like Beast from uh, X Men. But a funny thing that I saw when I was watching it—if you watch Snick talk when he moves his head, because he's got those like huge traps yeah. and back and everything—yeah, you watch him move his head, the hair. Yep. stays in one place it stays so it's like still part part of the whole like costume right it's just kind of moving around i noticed that for the first time this time i think it's because like it's finally like in good enough quality where it's not just vhs but i, I totally noticed that but yeah snick also reminds me of the fucking the head and shoulders meme guy that was like on that reality show that he has like literally no neck oh yeah <laughs> yeah snick snick's a fucking he, he's like you think he's like the dark character of the movie until like until you get to boy. Yeah, that blew my mind as a kid, too. Like, I remember like, consciously, like, not wanting to watch the last, like, 20 minutes of this movie. I loved I loved it all the way up to there. And then it just got too scary for my nine year old head to deal with. Super dark. Yeah, it, it <laughs> does. It does hit that point in it. And like, and it, like, what does he say? Like, come now, Brian. Or like something like that. And it's like you just see his face just ripping uh, off. And it's like watching it now, it's it's just it's totally. fun. But like, yeah, when you're a kid, like, yeah, you're up late at night. It's like this like fun movie. Like you're right. hanging out with this monster just terrorizing, like pissing in Ronnie's apple juice and yeah, fucking being putting little cat rebels. food in it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I like you know. how he knew exactly what it was right when he fucking took a sip out of it. <laughs> he's like, who's pissed in my apple juice? Yeah. He's been drinking. He's been bear grilling it up and just fucking <laughs> drinking piss for years. There was another um, part when he goes down to the when he goes back down there and uh, Maurice like fucking pulls his pants down and yeah, one of the monsters in nice the background ass. he's like nice ass that's it's a chick it's yeah. a chick yeah was like, he was like my fuck? mom doesn't even see me in my boxer shorts like what the hell Maurice yeah he was pissed yeah. he's like you ever seen her in, in hers <laughs> <laughs> he's just a little, feeling a little self conscious but like jumping back like a little bit like we had. Um, and, and speaking, you know, to Eric's Home Alone reference, we had Buzz in here, and in his introduction, again smashed with the with the lunch. Yeah, and, Ronnie uh, Brian, Coleman. Yeah, Ronnie Coleman. Get, he gets he gets uh, Brian launches his little brother's lunch out the window and and hits Ronnie, and Ronnie comes on the bus, and that's actually that's actually a fucking awesome scene because uh, like Ronnie's that's my favorite like, scene. <laughs> Ronnie's yeah, Ronnie's sitting there being a bully, like total asshole, and he's like, "Oh, you want this?" And holding up the piece of fucking bologna with the mustard on it, and yep. like, and is it Eric? Is Eric the little brother? Yeah, Eric's the little yeah. brother. Yeah, Eric's like he's like yeah, he's like nodding his head like yeah, and then like uh, he's like, "Why don't you pick on somebody your own size?" And then the little nerdy kid is like, "Yeah, like Sasquatch or like Bigfoot <laughs> or something," and and uh, and burns him, and then the bus driver just slams on the brakes, <laughs> and she says, "Get back in your seats." Or I'll or destroy, I will destroy every one you. of you. That's my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. I will destroy I every like, one of you. 
that yeah, shot like, of him shit. that shot of him falling backwards with like the bologna slice getting land like landing on his chest and just the mustard genuine. everywhere oh it was so genuine good. it was like good acting like like he was actually on the bus and they slammed on the brakes and like his eyes like widened and yeah. everything like that was that was super fucking i like hilarious. i like how the bus driver just lets him off the bus yeah which would never happen they're like no once you're on the bus you stay on the bus you don't just he's like i got mustard on me let me the fuck off 80s yeah. is a different time though man i believe it and then yeah, like when like they get almost ba- like a city bus when they get back into school like he picks a f- he starts picking on uh brian and brian fights back and then the, the principal comes over and fucking grabs brian's face and smushes it and then picks him up by the shirt and brings him into his office i know yeah, and it's that. wild because like like brian's like the new kid and he's fucking tiny and this like big like fat bullies picking on him yeah and like like you really think brian started that fight not to mention, you know that kid's got a fucking history of fucking with people. Yeah, he's walking, walking over to Brian, he shoved another kid right into a fucking Dude, he's walk-up. Ronnie fucking Coleman, dude. He's a fucking asshole. Poor Fred Savage. Everything he's in, he's getting bullied by his either his brother or, or Buzz or whoever. Dude, Fred Savage is another one of those those guys that plays the same fucking person and everything. Like, his, his whole, like, the way he moves his fucking arms and puts them <laughs> on his hips and everything. I'm like, dude, he does the same thing. And every, like, he's the same person. They're like, just be you. He's like, all right. That's a, good, that's a good theory that he just plays one character throughout all the movies. Yeah, well, that's why he hasn't done anything. So. <laughs> well, there was a lot of yeah. connections, uh, like, like when I was, like, kind of reading up on this. And I, I sh- probably should have jotted down more of them. But I, I want to say, like... Um, I think Daniel Stern like did the narration or something like that for the Wonder Years. Oh like, yeah, there was like all these like connections like and, and then like um, there was like a song by the Talking Heads that they play in this. Yeah, and uh, and like it's called like uh, it's not called Little Monsters, but it's called like, like the uh, album I don't know if one of you guys can look it up. It's like called the album Small. is called Little Monsters. Yeah, the song's called no, Road not, to Nowhere. No, yeah. but no, but they. Uh, it, it was it was something like Small Monsters. It was like it was it wasn't Little Monsters, but it was like. Almost like they got the inspiration for this, like from it. Oh, that's cool. I could oh, totally no, be I'm off right. here, but like I was just, I, I loosely was like taking down some notes earlier. No, I'm so if sure. I'm wrong, I apologize. So when Brian's in school, you get to meet uh, Kirsten, who's like his his uh, his love interest or like just like girl buddy in this movie, who uh, who's like super smart and like ripping on the science project, and and uh, Brian's just trying to be smooth and and become her friend so he can get credit on the assignment. She got the yeah, cool like, like uh, about, multicolored backwards that? hat. Like, yeah. was that was that movie like what, like when uh, do, do you remember that monkey movie? Dustin like, checks in. No, I don't think it was Dustin checks in. It was like oh, fuck. It's like she she finds this oh monkey, yeah the like, monkey the movie because there isn't fucking seven thousand monkey movies. <laughs> yeah, Congo? cool. Are you talking about Congo? No, no, dude, not horror movie. It was like a kids movie, but it was like a little girl and she ends up getting this monkey that like did tricks like in the park. Is it called Monkey Business or some shit like that? It was a nineties flick. It sounds familiar. I have no idea though. Whatever. Let me I'll let me. F- I'll just go fucking fuck type myself. monkey movie into fucking Google. Yeah, monkey nineties monkey not the case. <laughs> no, that's monkey business is from fifty two. It's a comedy slash screwball comedy, and it's got Marilyn Monroe in it. Nice. You fucking lose again, Garrett. No, nah, man. This is. I, I think you're thinking of Dunstan checks in. It's not Dunstan checks in. Fuck. That one's got monkeys in it, right? Am I am I right there? Yeah. Yeah, right. he's got a yeah, it's the the boy in the hotel with yeah. the fucking uh, chimp. Sick. That's not it. I'm gonna look it up. Hey, you remember that movie with uh, that guy that's like killing people? <laughs> you know what the name of that is? Monkey Trouble. You fucking turds. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the chick with the backwards hat. She gets the monkey that like like has like all the watches like in his vest and shit. He's a little like it was like around it was all around the same time as like like uh Sunset checks in and, and fucking uh blank check and blank uh, check was uh, sick. Yeah, 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 and like Richie yeah. Rich and yeah. shit. It like it was like all in that like era of movies. But sick. um I don't know. I, I just for whatever reason I get that vibe like from her, like yeah. in there where she's got like the cool like multicolored hat. She's a redhead, but I can oh, picture like, the it, the cover to this movie in my head, but I couldn't I couldn't Monkey it's truck. the it's the girl from um hocus pocus it's a little, little sister. sister yeah yeah that came out in 94 wow so i was thinking that that was the case and then i was in my head i was looked at her and i was like no nah, she's not the little sister from hocus pocus oh yeah dude that's wild all right yeah, that makes that, more sense yeah that came out what was that 94 yeah that came out it came out a year after hocus pocus I, so I literally, I literally, all I typed in was '90s monkey movie, and it came up with Monkey Trouble, Dunstan checks in, Outbreak, Ed, which I completely fucking forgot about. Ed, Outbreak's sick too, and Congo. Yeah, Congo, solid movies. Congo, dude. Super I watched, fun. I watched Outbreak the other day, and it was so like good. no one, no one has watched out. Uh, what the fuck was a meme I saw? No one has watched Outbreak since it came out of theaters in whatever year it came out. <laughs> And now it's now it's like number one on Netflix. Right, well, right. Now. Well, that's that's what I was just about to say is like when COVID started happening, they put on literally every fucking outbreak movie and everything that's going to like, like completely fuck with your brain and like send you in oh, panic yeah. mode. Like Netflix was like, all right, fucking send it. Like, let's just fuck with everybody's fucking equilibrium right now. And Dude, I think that I think right they're out. bullshit. They're bullshitting with their like, oh, this is number one in your country. Like you could fucking put any goddamn movie. <laughs> My Netflix yeah. has been doing like, do you want to continue watching this? And Casey will ask me. She's like, were you watching this? I'm like, no, I thought you were. She's One like, of you's no. a fucking liar. <laughs> I'm going to have to go fucking talk to her right now. You're like, you've been watching fucking Winnie the Pooh on my Netflix? Yeah, you've been fucking up. You've, Dude, you've been brother, smooching? Her brother came over one time and was showing me um, some anime. Uh, tran- Transal. Castlevania. Castlevania. Yeah. Uh, he was like, yeah, you, you should check this out. Like, it's horror, but it's anime or whatever. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'll, yeah, I'll give it a go. Like, whatever. I'll, you know, you got 15 minutes. It's, wa- it's Dude, longer than that. My fucking Netflix is like, oh, yeah? You like that? You want to see a bunch of other anime shit? And like, that's all my fucking Netflix was, was just anime. I had to like- Start a new account. It, relearn it to be like, no, like I don't want to watch this. And it like will pop up here and there. Like, oh, you want to watch fucking octopuses? Like fucking attacking women? I'm like, no, I don't. Like, fucking- Castlevania was fucking sick though. That was a great, great anime. We know what's crazy too. It. Adam's definitely the anime expert. I like, I got into, I like, Got into Spirited Away. That flick was pretty rad. Yeah, and Ghibli then like, good. yeah, I have I, still I have some of the other Gimli flicks, but uh, or Ghibli, whatever it is. I'm definitely not Gimli. an anime. <laughs> talking to your dog. I'm definitely not an anime expert, but I think of the group, I probably have the most uh, out of us. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah not in general, most yeah. street cred. You were definitely um, more about it than I am. I can yeah. tell you that much. I didn't know you anything know about any of it until like Adam like had, had told me about that flick, but then like a bunch of kids in my fucking school that are way younger than me like are just all into that shit it's fucking Did sick it? man it's good stuff spirited away was cool so i, I spirited away caught me in the beginning with like the little uh, ghost houses yeah like when they're pulling up to like that bridge so i was like i was like all right cool i can get it the ghibli stuff's super cute and fun but like there are there's a bunch of like good like adult level horror-esque kind of things um you guys got it like if you're gonna give anime a shot and like an adult level like watch akira Akira's fucking dope and it like came out in the 80s and it like changed how the Western world fucking watches 
animation and like that's like started the whole like anime boom i don't know man i I think the anime porn thing has just ruined it (laughs) for everybody because anytime someone says anything about anime i'm like oh yeah you want to watch fucking octopuses like fuck fuck girls in the ass or something (laughs) jesus yeah, I think so you like, guys you guys want to start a horror podcast. You start talking about 90s monkey movies and then going straight into anime completely away from uh, little monsters. That's fine. I think my, watched, my, intro- my introduction to anime was definitely through like hookup skateboard fucking merch. 100%. Yeah, same with me. I was like, what I'm is this? What are all these yeah. beautiful women on these like in this art style? And then I like further found I, out. I remember later. those were kept out back like the. You know, like the the uh, video rental stores back in the day, they had that behind the curtain section, and yeah. then you had the skate shops where they like had under the counter, like you're like, hey, you got a you got any hookups? And they're like, yeah, yeah, come back here. Come and then on, they're man. like, you want big tit lady? You want big ass lady? You want the schoolgirl? You want this? Yeah. And you're like, hookups can you still just like wrap it up? Too. Can you just Dude. wrap it up so my mom doesn't see it? Hookups yeah. are still like super relevant and like. Uh, oh yeah. Not cheap to find on on the eBay and shit. Yeah, Jeremy Klein got hookups back, and now he like literally just like a one man show. He like operates it like a small business, like Rat Knife. Like it's not a big big deal anymore. Like he just does like hand screen hand screen decks and like makes like rad like hoodies and shit like that. Like it's super sick. Yeah, that's sick. Gotta bring back Birdhouse. I think it just turned into Hawk, right? I don't know. I'm sure he fucking owns that fucking company now. Yeah, I think my my first introduction was definitely Blind, man. I was obsessed with that. The Reaper? The little Reaper guy. And which actually, oddly enough, that was like the thing that that inspired me to do Slash Puppy. When we were doing the Slash Puppy pin, that was like, I was like thinking like, all right, like, cause we were kind of going that nostalgia route. Like when we first started talking about this and I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking think about what I did when I was a kid. Right. I was like, you had a half day. I fucking pull my skateboard out of my locker. And I was like huge into, um, blind and, and world industries at that point in yeah, time. Oh, so yeah. like I got world industries. Is, yeah. That was my first then, board. World industries is still the shit, man. Oh, I, yeah. still, water I still love their stuff. I had water boy. Yeah. yeah. They were, boy. they were even, they were wet, wet, wet willy dude. Wet willy yeah, and wet flame they were way radder before, like our our generation, like being in our like thirties, like we had like the 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 Flame Boy Wet Willie generation, but like the precursor to that, like when Rocco like started it, like he was doing fucking rad shit. Like they were getting cease and desist orders like every fucking day. Like one yeah. of their lines was like they took all Paul Peralta's boards and they just made fucking fun of them on all their boards, and they'd like. The cool part was they, they'd get a cease and desist letter to like stop fucking like ripping off other brands logos and shit. And, and they would do it, right? But they would fucking take the cease and desist letter and publish it in, like, Thrash or Mag and, like, have it be their advertisement of, like, them fucking with people. And I'm like, those dudes were fucking on it, man. I love that, like, fucking right. subversion. So rad. That was definitely, like, the driving force when it came to, to Slash Puppy, though. Because I was oh, sitting yeah. there and I was like, I was like, how could we, like, you know, like, I was like, maybe we can throw in, like, a scream knife. But then I always loved how, like, the Reaper just, like had something hidden behind his back totally so he had like the knife like or he had like a like a, I, I remember i think the first board i got he had pulled the plug on a life support machine yeah i remember and that. I, 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 yeah i remember ripping that out of my fucking fifth grade locker and skating <laughs> uptown and getting a fucking slush puppy and fucking like laffy taffy and like a bunch of bullshit some warheads and, uh, and some fucking jolt cola yeah no i'm for dude um i don't know i've been like an old man since i was like a fucking kid so i'd get like laffy taffy and like neko wafers nice <laughs> like everyone's like what are you fucking 80 i'm like yeah this is my shit not me i'd um, go for like all the fucking wild sour bullshit like 
literally yeah, get just the sour poison for like people. Code yeah. Red Mountain Dew, like yeah. fucking switch it up or Surge, dude. Remember Surge? Surge is yeah, sick. dude. I was just gonna say, dude. I get a Surge and a Snickers. Nice. Yeah. Fucking let's go, dude. I can't. I, I don't know. My I had too many problems with fucking chocolate when I was a kid. I wasn't trying to shit my pants at the skate park. So. I hear you. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So like that was like. That was definitely a driving force for Slash Puppies. This I remember that that iconic knife behind the back, and Fuck I was yeah. like, "All right, I'm going to toss that in oh, and this, like do a little a mashup." Sith. It's a Sith behind the back. The scythe, yeah. Scythe no, but I think he, he I think he also did it with an. He had different things, like yeah. I said. I think he had a knife at one point. He had he had the um. There was yeah, a fuckload the of there was a fuckload of the pulled cord. Yeah, um, but I always used to love drawing those. Like yeah. I remember those were like some of my earliest illustrations. That and like South Park characters. I always loved draw, drawing South Park and shit. Totally. Back then. That was when it first came out. That was like the hot shit. And that, you know what else I fucking love doing? Do you remember? Um, ah, fuck. There was like the rollerblade wheels. It was like, it wasn't Alien Workshop, like, you know, for skateboarding, but yeah. it was like these aliens. They were called like, Cosmos. And, like, Cosmos, Cosmos, was it? Yeah. And they, they were and an Australian you, company that had aliens as their fucking mascots. They were rad. I know exactly what you're talking about. Do you remember the shirts too? Like the streetwear shit. So it was like, um, it was around the same time as like uh, Stussy. Yeah. And they had like the um like the aliens with like the zap gun and it would be like a cop like zapped inside of it like <laughs> like inside of this fucking gun and shit like that. And, and it was, it was a like, it was a rollerblading company? I think so because yeah. I, there used to be this place in uh in in the town that I grew up called Miners Sports and it was just a very small place um like and they they like sharpened skates and stuff but they had like yeah. They had some rollerblades, but they had like the Rossies like uh, wheels and like um, they had like like oxygens and like yeah, some snowboards and shit like that. And that was like where I got my first snowboard like yeah. when I was a little ass kid. And uh, I mean, it's just a mom and pop shop, you know, like your totally. like your you know back alley fucking VHS shop. Yep. And um, that was definitely like that was the roots. But I always was like wanting to draw those things. And then like Fuck girl yeah. and like alien workshop like came into the mix. Like you know as I got older and I was like all about like consolidated skateboards and black label. And, yeah, for sure. Um, shit yeah, like that I have like a fucking old notebook that I've kept my whole life because exactly what you're saying. Like I had when in fifth grade I had like a notebook and I was I was drawing logos of all the skate companies. Like I was like I get a page. It's like an alien workshop logo and then like a shorties logo and then like oh you weren't just logo. drawing the S. No, everybody used to fucking draw in the nineties. <laughs> I'm sure I drew, I drew a million of those. This sick ass. But yeah. it's funny to like look back and be like, oh fuck, like skateboard brands like made me at least logo aware, you know, and like fucking with 100%. it. And then I don't know, twenty years later, I'm fucking doing that shit for a living, you know, it's it's crazy. Dude, yeah, been, that was I've definitely my heavy up. influence of uh, of fucking illustration too. For but sure. like, I, I mean, it's still like my favorite logo, which Eric will totally vibe with, is uh, Little Devil. Yeah, that fucking great. D oh, with fuck the yeah. horns, man. Yep. Like that's like yep. still my favorite logo of all it's time. So good, it's so basic, and it's so fucking good. Hell yeah, and that shit's still it, super valuable. I sold a fucking little devil beanie, like for like I, it was like a used like piece of shit fucking beanie, and like someone bought it for like forty something bucks, like a couple sick. months ago. I was like for a fucking gross ass beanie. Dude, all that, Dude, all that stuff's vintage now. People fucking love it. Someone's got a. Uh, I was just looking at, been looking up uh, old hookup decks. Yeah. On eBay, someone's got one for five hundred bucks. Someone's got one for two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, man. man. I got a, I got like two hundred. I got three hookup stacks on my wall right now. That you I you had that, some sick hats too. Didn't you have World Industry hats or something like? I that? I actually had blind hats. I had like the um. They before they did Reaper, they had a bunch of shit like a. They had a knockoff Mickey Mouse who was like smoking a joint, and they had a yeah. bong like a bong character like with eyes and everything. There was like a bong character, and I picked up like a. 
uh, a lot of like six of those caps on eBay for like fucking trash money. I bet I could sell those things for like a hundred bucks a piece now. You still have them now? Yeah. You had some other ones that were like maroon though. Yeah, that's the ones I'm talking about. Those are the blind ones. They were blind? Yeah. I thought you had I I thought you had like World Industries oh, or something. I like do. That. I also so I the blind ones are the Yeah, and then I have I have two other exactly what you're saying, World Industries logo caps that are also from like 1989-1990. But yeah, I, I scored all of those in one purchase for like 14 bucks for all that shit. Yeah, like that that was like 8 years ago. Wait till we go over there to do the podcast. I'm going to fucking was <laughs> <those>, like <laughs> Um, yeah, little investments, man. Hell yeah. But, um, totally. yeah, we got way away from fucking uh, little <laughs> yeah, monsters, I was, but I was just going to say, this is a cool segment. I think we should back keep in. in. No, yeah. yeah, we'll reel it back in, but that was, that was cool, man. I, I, I think, uh, I think a lot of our listeners probably have, you know, skateboarding or BMX roots or totally. oh, yeah. something if they grew up around the same time as us. We can go, we can um, go back into, uh, Maurice has some fucking swag style, man. Like the, Dude, the so battle Maurice, jacket. The yeah, I was going to say, Maurice's battle jacket. He's like the original pin collector. Yeah. Right? Like, he's got the like, sunglasses. He's got like some military shit. Like, what is the back of his, what does his big giant back patch say? Uh, I, I, you know, I wish I paid more attention uh, to that. I didn't, I, I didn't, but I, I, this I is born to something. Born to be wild, I think. Okay. That's, that makes which, sense. Which would totally make sense because he's a yeah. fucking nutcase. But he's got all the cool, like, uh, pins and shit. Now, the one that, like, sticks out the most, he's got, like, the little retro, like, uh, Wayfarers. Born to be yeah. wild. Yeah. yeah. Born to be wild. Hell yeah. And he gives a pair of them to, um, to fucking, uh, what's his name? To Brian. Brian. He's yeah. like, yeah, that's a, it's one of the I things. I don't know how I, how am I forgetting Brian's name? Oh, hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. <laughs> hey, uh, hi, Brian. Hi, hello, Brian. How are you? How are you doing? But yeah, the one thing I don't, I didn't remember, like, oh, actually, I, I did, but it, like, it felt like uh, watching it again. It was just like you could slowly see Brian turning the entire time. Like from the first time he goes down under the bed, he starts to like the sun hurts his eyes, and then he starts to like, yeah. like all like the it happens slowly throughout the whole movie. Another thing I thought was interesting though is like in when I in my head when I remember it, I was like, oh, fucking. Brian and Maurice are like best buds. They fucking love each other. They had a blast, blah, blah, blah. But like, there's only like one night where they actually have fun. And then, then Brian's like already starting to get pissed at him and be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to scream in a baby's face or like, fuck the girl, uh, the girl stuff up that I like. Like, I don't know. I yeah, just, he was I too busy like that. getting like excited about the fact that she had a Polaroid of him in her in his mirror, yeah. in, in her mirror, and he was like, "Oh, this is the flip thing." And he's like, "He's like, I showed her this," and then like, uh, and like the whole time he's like sitting there chewing up her fucking homework, yeah. like just has has no i fucking like no idea like what Maurice is doing because he's just swooning over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you notice a couple of things? There was a couple of scenes that reminded me of the thing. When his eyes pop out, the way the eye, like the yeah, the totally. thing for the eyes, and then when his hand turns into the dog, yeah, yeah, like for it sure, kind of reminded me of when you see the monster trying to form into the dog, or the alien trying to form into yeah. the dog and the thing. And then I wonder about- if there's any relation with that. Like I don't know who did like the prop stuff for this, but um, but yeah, I totally agree. Um, the eyeball thing, like I never. So when I was watching it, that did not pop into my head at all until you just said it right now but as soon as you said it i knew exactly what scenes you were talking about yeah like the head that's upside down with the two eyes like yeah that, just the way that looked looked like that for sure you know that thing looks like that with that yeah yep yeah <laughs> yep which is also like a cool daniel johnston cover if anybody's a fan of his music daniel johnston's sick you can ask dude i was looking on daniel johnston's website you can buy his original artwork for like 
less than a thousand bucks right now. I feel like that's no a shit. I feel like that shit awesome. is going to be in museums, like not in not too distant future. Like that's a fucking fine art investment right there. A hundred percent. And like I, um, we're talking about. I remember, like, like before the whole vinyl craze like happened, like when they started bringing back vinyl, like before it was like cool to collect that shit. Like I picked up a couple records, and that was the first one that I picked up. And then I, I never, I literally didn't get into the whole like collecting shit yeah. until I started picking up re- weird like horror soundtracks and stuff. And that's pretty totally. much all I have is just horror ones. But um, what a toy! Yeah, the Daniel Johnston's was was literally the first one that I picked up like a long ass time ago. Did you get the hi? How are you? With the fucking little alien yeah. character on it? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was talking about. Like yeah. that character is super is very similar yeah. to um, the the one from the thing. It like gets mm-hmm. those same vibes. Mad balls, mad balls, gross for one, gross for all. We play with a mad ball. They're gross, funny, yucky. There's eight, so you can take your pick. We throw, catch, it's oh fun. There's so much gross in every one. Freaky fun is what they're for. There's so much ugly, so much more. Gross for one, gross for all. We play with a mad ball. We play with a mad ball. We play with a mad ball. Mad ball. Freaky fun for everyone. Sold separately from Amtoy. Mad ball. Halfway through the movie, Eric gets kidnapped by the monsters and uh, he gets brought down under the bed. And then um, it's all because the boy wants him as like, I don't know, like basically like collateral. To bait Brian in though, right? Yeah, he wants Brian. It's basically bait, right? So uh, so the boy keeps him in his like weird, super creepy, like almost acid trip fever dream, like fucking bedroom with like creepy like toys that come to life and saws that come through the floor and all that shit it's insane yeah i mean this is when the movie takes like the darkest like turn ever for a kid's movie which oh was, my like, god i remember it being super traumatizing yeah. when i was a little kid like watching this and being like like holy shit you know and he's like come now brian right like you know it has that like whole scene and, and like you can see his face like you can like like little half pipes like right. you know cut out of his face like it's stretched onto there yeah and he was he was like absolutely terrifying um, and, he's, and he's dressed like some like fucking preppy like student like he's got he's a got, suit right he's, he's got, got a, like he's a, a suit on he's got like no he's got like a like a ivy league sweater on and like he he oh, just looks like he's yeah he just looks like he's like a a private school kid or like whatever prep prep school in like yeah. England or something exactly yeah yeah so um. So this point at this point, like so Brian understands that his his brother's been kidnapped, so then they get kinda like they they gear up and they get ready. He he calls all their batteries and their fucking flashlights and everything like the fucking the bazooka light that he makes. No, that actually uh yeah, so the bazooka light is exactly what they bring. But this the weird part here is is that like uh in the per in the previous episode we're talking about those like montage scenes with with that they get ready for the big battle. This movie actually has two of those. I don't know why. But uh, so he gets Kirsten, he gets uh, Eric's buddy Todd, and they they head down to try to save Eric. And that's when they have that uh, they go into into uh, the boys kind of lair, and uh, in in uh, Eric's like on the dartboard, and he's throwing lawn darts at it. Do you do you guys ever have lawn darts when you were kids? Yeah, those things are fucking dangerous. Like that is a I, super dangerous. They're huge. They got. I a, didn't. Can we take a second I, I, though to talk about like how innovative these fucking kids are? Like in all of these movies, like yeah. that. I'm like I'm thinking about this movie, like you know, and you're thinking about like Home Alone and totally. like Dial Code, Santa Claus, and like all these movies, like like they're the all like traps. mechanical engineers, right? <laughs> yeah, da- data from uh, Goonies. Goonies, like yeah. these guys are yeah, like 
what the fuck? Like, uh, why are you acting? Like, you guys could just be going out making... Yeah, like... But how hyped fucking little kid MacGyver's... But, like, how hyped did that get you as a kid? Like, I was like, I need a fucking talk boy. Like, I'm gonna set up traps. Like, I, like, I got all stoked on that shit oh, so sure. hard. Dude, it's I used to go to Radio up, Shack right? and buy all of this shit, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna make this shit, whatever, <laughs> and, like, now if you did that, you'd be on, like, the fucking... List. Uh, Homeland Security fucking watch list. And going back to, like, like the uh, talk boys and shit, like, like, like that, like, whole anarchist cookbook. Yeah, dude. I was, I was fucking on there with the fucking yak back, like, yeah. putting in dial tones and, like, getting, like, yeah. change out of the fucking... The blue box. Like, skateboard up down, the, yeah. The phone freaker blue box. I literally remember my mom driving me to Radio Shack so I could get like a 56k crystal that was gonna make yep. the right tones so i could fucking and i went and i tried it at a payphone and it worked and i thought it was the coolest fucking thing i've ever done in it my life it is the fucking coolest thing in the world because <laughs> when you're a kid like it's like ah, oh, i got that fucking candy money i didn't like, have oh, anyone to call fucking snacks i just called my house with a free phone call <laughs> I, I, I would just hey, disconnect i just disconnect everybody's phone lines when i go to their house i, I, I think it was 980 <laughs> might still work to this day if you got a landline you need punch in 980 and then you wait for the, t- the tone to go dead yeah. and then the phone's dead temporarily oh uh, and, uh, you know, like, uh, so you had shit like that. And then I think the other like little cheat thing on Anarchist cookbook was like the fucking, um, you could hit like five, five, zero and fucking smash the fucking phone real quick. Yeah. And it would spit out some change and you never knew how much you were going to get. Nice. Like sometimes you get back like 50 cents. Sometimes you get back like $6 and fucking quarters, but you, you would get whatever was like in that payphone, Dude, yep. I was such a shiesty little bastard Dude, like that. I was right with you, man. Like I, uh, there was a chapter in there about how to like, if you're doing illegal stuff on a computer, like how to get away with it. And I literally read it. And basically it was like, you go to the, you go to the house, you go to a house and you go to like their outside, like interface box, which is like next to like their electric, like electric meter and shit. And you just have like a, a, a phone a that, fil- that connects to it. Well, I had, you, I had a phone that connected to it on alligator clips so I could call exactly. people from like neighbors houses. Yeah. So you would just undo a couple of Phillips head screwdrivers and you get a, you get a phone jack. And I remember like connecting my, laptop to the 56k modem of like a neighbor's house and like trying to steal credit cards from aol accounts i was a little little oh you went deep cyberpunk dudes you went deep i was just making prank phone calls for my neighbors just (laughs) just for any just for any of the fbi agents that are listening to i was literally 14 this is a fictional podcast i was yeah any fbi agents that are listening you got enough shit to worry about so go fuck yourself yeah exactly world's a fucking mess right now you can get out there and handle that don't worry about my anarchist cookbook days you piece of shit yeah i know we're gonna show up at your house with something you did back in 1995 right literally that's awesome i was but like yeah. i was like fuck fuck no. three ninjas with their fucking dixie cups with strings on them dude i'm fucking straight tapping into your phone line <laughs> no, yes. dude, going back going back to the uh the lawn dots thing yeah. i remember uh my buddy jeff had lawn dots and he had them like sitting in his shed, and those things I think have been banned since. Oh yeah, they got least, they became at illegal. Least the early nineties, hundred percent. But somebody he had a bunch of them sitting in his shed, and we proceeded to stand. He has like a big yard, and we proceeded to stand on each side of the yard and throw them at each other. <laughs> oh yeah. But then, because they were so old and the plastic, we're talking was so big dried timber out here, right? Brittle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> And um, they were so old and brittle that when every time they would hit, he had a bunch of rocks in his yard, too. So every time they would hit and they went in and hit anything, you know, rock shrapnel like that, they would they would break off. Yeah. So pretty much about 20 minutes in, we were just throwing spears, black spears at each other. <laughs> and he lives in a wooded area. So you would see him throw them up and then you look up and it was one of those. 
I lost it. And then, yeah. and then at one point, uh, my buddy Brown, who was standing on the opposing team of me, I threw two of them up. Oh, well, I threw one up and he was watching that. And as he was watching that, I threw another one up. Oh man. And he didn't know I threw a second one and it actually landed about two feet to the left of him. I was going to say rest in peace. Did he die? Yeah. No, if dude, if he was that. fucking standing two <laughs> feet to the left, it would have fucking impaled him right in the fucking chest. Yeah. Me and my sisters, our game was we'd take the lawn darts out and then we'd one of us would throw it straight up in the air and then we'd run as fast as we could away from wherever it was going to land. Just oh, yeah. ask, well, so asking for a do- hospital visit. Like me and my friends, uh, my, my my two like that's not a hospital visit. That's a fucking morgue fucking <laughs> yeah, destination. Right. So my two childhood best friends, we used to do the um, his dad owned like a florist shop, and um, he had like these like sick like orange handled like uh, like stem cutting knives, which are super sharp. And um, we used to take them and like uh, we go up to like Manomet, like up to the beach, like up by Plymouth, and uh, we'd throw them at each other's feet. And then, like, wherever it landed, you had to bring oh, your I foot to that. Oh, I remember playing that game, yeah. Yeah, and we do that. It was like that, and then, like, the between the fingers, like, whole, like, yeah. rip through, but like that. Alien. But we used to go back and forth, like, in the sand, and it's like, I don't know how we never we never caught each other with that fucking knife. But, like, yeah. it was like, and that was when we were, like, little kids. But going back to your dart story, I remember it's stu- stupid-ass thing like that with my friend, uh, a buddy of mine that was a, a sniper in the Marine Corps, and, and we I used to work as a bouncer at a bar, and... Uh, We'd get out like at like three in the morning, like like our boss would kick us out because we'd stay after and drink. And then we'd go over at my my other buddy's house and uh, he had like an apartment like above a music shop and he had a dartboard in there. It was like four in the morning and me and him are like standing with our face at the dartboard, throwing the darts at each other. And my friends are like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I'm like, nah, that's cool, man. He's a sniper. And they're like, yeah, but what does he know about darts? darts. <laughs> <laughs> and like, we, we, we miraculously did not hit each other. But you like, got a dart in your neck, man. Be- you got a fucking dart in your neck. Not, yeah, literally. Yeah, it was Dude, I like you, but you're crazy. I love you, man, but you're fucking crazy. crazy, I remember speaking of like just normal dots. I remember being at a buddy's house and we were throwing dots and he walked up to go take the dots out of the board and I had one left in my hand and I threw it at the dot board and went right by his face and went in the dot board and I was like, and he was like, oh yeah. And I fucking went to go run away and he fucking threw it at me and it stuck right in my fucking calf muscle all the way, all the way until the fucking fat point. Oh God. Is this this a friend that I know? No, no, it's not a friend that you know. All right. Yeah, friend, so friend from a long time ago. So to get back to the movie, so they they uh yeah, stupid stories. <laughs> so basically at that point like the room comes to life, there's saws coming through the floor and the kids fucking they basically panic That's and pretty they, epic. Yeah, they they have to like they realize that they they are ill-equipped and they have to go figure some shit out. So they go back um, to the real world, they head to their school, which has a, a teacher's closet that's fucking filled with light bulbs and, and all sorts of supplies. And they 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 get Ronnie Coleman, the bully, to join them. <clears throat> Those they, closets exist, by the way, because I used to work in a school. And I used yeah. to go steal batteries and all kinds of shit out hell of yeah. And then uh, and they they assemble these fucking badass suits that have like light bulbs assembled all over them, almost like it reminded me of like Running Man. Uh, with with Arnold Schwarzenegger, like one of those uh, one of the 
one of the bad guys in that movie, which is like completely illuminated. Um, and then they head back to uh, the boys lair to for the final battle. You know, for the longest uh, time, I thought boy's name was boy. Oh, the D on the end. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, I was like, why the fuck would he be named boy? Right. Because they're like, he's like, stay off boy's staircase. Right. Right. You know, like, you know, like when he on the fucking, boy gets uh, what he wants. Yeah, Boyd gets whatever he wants. Yeah. I, I always just heard it as Boyd. And Boyd just sounded like way more of an adult name right. than Boy, but like That's the whole creepy part is like it, I, I almost like pick could picture this movie if they everyone, all the monsters were actual kids. Like Maurice is Yeah, where the be, fuck did Snick come from? This yeah. fucking crusty piece of shit. And Maurice is supposed to be eleven years old. Like they sh- if they casted all the monsters as kids, it would have been a lot less creepy. But like when you're a kid watching that, you're thinking like, oh, these old like fucking like I don't know, like you getting kidnapped by these like adult monsters. It's fucking terrifying. Boy makes me think of like a Sin City character. I don't know why. Yeah, like yeah, he's just uh, like a, a crusty Elijah, fucking is it Elijah Barfly, Wood. Dude. Yeah, Elijah with with his long nails. Yeah, yeah, that character's sick. Just that straight face. Yeah, yeah. And, and they, I'll tell you what, I fucking hate Maurice during this whole goddamn thing. His whole energy and everything, I fucking hate it. I think so that you're such a miserable naysaying piece of shit. Maurice is fucking awesome. <laughs> I totally fuck Maurice. You're like, oh, I fucking hate the coolest guy in the fucking movie. <laughs> Hey, is this guy fucking happy? Fuck you. He is referred to as like a bootleg Beetlejuice, though. And I, you can, if you if you think of that while you watch it, you can yeah, totally see him trying oh, to rip yeah. it. I, I don't. Yeah, the super high energy, like uh, yeah. like an unnecessary high energy person. Got him, you know got what? him, meet him, got him. They say this part, dude. I fucking don't see it. I'll fucking naysay the whole goddamn fucking movie. I still love Maurice, but like I could totally see the the Beetlejuice reference in there after I thought about it. Again, I think oh, it's God too damn. close. Like this goes back to our whole like Monster Squad Goonies like segment. Like like these things had to be in production. Like when that was coming out, this was in production. So it's like like right. what are directors talking about? It? Like hey, you should fucking spoof off of the oh, movie. Oh dude, that this, this definitely fucking there's definitely months. fucking spies out there. Like in like the football league when you have training camp and stuff, and you have like <laughs> other right, let's, people let's spying or whatever. Let's not get out there. So, uh, so the kids not get out there. Just, I'm just talking set. about spies. Listen, I'm a conspiracy like the rest, but you know, like, <laughs> fucking. No, I'm talking about. But the thing is, is a lot of these like films and stuff are film. Like you're talking industry, right? Like if yeah. I'm in an industry, usually you have friends that are in the industry. Yeah, but it's like, how do you know that this is going to be like a hit? Like, 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 if, say, well, say not, that was happening so with the much... Monster Squad. You're like, you're like, oh fuck, dude. The Goonies is is gonna be the fucking shit. We need to do this. Well, it's not so much like a, like a, right. it's not so much like a hit thing, but like you work around people in your industry and you you know you make friends or whatever, and then you have like oh what film are you working on? Oh, oh my god, what's Decker doing this weekend? Let's go to... fucking peep in on what he's doing. <laughs> oh, but I'm saying like it could be like a thing of like you know like oh what are you working on this weekend? Oh, I'm working on this film that it's doing a thing or whatever, and then kind of like. You know, works its way up through and gets through to somebody, and or you know, just like, make, well, your agents like all the time. Your agents like, oh, fucking, what is it? Michael Keaton got fucking casted, and he's like a big name actor, and it's like, oh, this movie's gonna be huge. What's the movie about? Let me get the script. Oh, actually, this studio rejected the script. I have a copy of it. You want to read the script? I can totally picture shit happening like that. So it's funny yeah. that you say Michael Keaton because, like, I think if anyone else was to play that role other than Howie Mandel, like I was picturing like Michael Keaton. Yeah. Is that weird? Like, 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 I, I don't know. For like whatever reason, like Michael Keaton and Howie Mandel, like kind of like mesh up. Yeah, I can see that. With me like a little bit. And I don't, I don't know why I could be way off on this, but, but you actually, so um, oddly enough, and I'm surprised Adam hasn't even talked about this, but like you, you saw Howie Mandel when we were at, at the age 40. Yeah, that was California. so weird. 
Yeah, I went outside to smoke a cigarette uh, like midday. And I was I was like, oh, every time I go out at a, outside at a con, I'm like, oh, I'm looking around, like see a lot of the times you just see like the, the, the celebrities and stuff, whatever. They're like, getting food or like taking a break or whatever. And I walk out and I'm standing there and I look over and like there's this super like plastic looking bald man with a perfect tan and i'm like who the <laughs> fuck is that <laughs> fucking why the you? fuck was he there uh, so that's the thing so i'm looking at him I'm like i'm like I'm, I'm sure i'm pretty sure i've seen every halloween movie i don't remember howie mandel ever fucking being in any of them but where we're at we're at the pasadena convention center and next door we didn't realize that they were filming that uh that reality show that he has what is it, the voice or whatever america's got talent oh america's got talent yeah. ding 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 what do we have for johnny yeah exactly so I guess they were filming an episode of that and then like uh, in the building next door. So he was just outside like talking to his wife and I was smoking a cigarette like 10 feet away from him. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? But uh, yeah, it's just coincidence that at that at that horror con, Howie Mandel was 10 feet away uh, doing his own show. But it was just wild. It was kind of a bonker setup, um, which is like I think like probably like one of the only ones that like Eric, you haven't like been around that like we were at like um but it was like we we went there and it's like we're staying in this like pretty baller ass hotel and uh then you like you literally just walk outside of it and like the convention center is right there like if you go out like the back doors and then there was like some other like separate part like off to the side which is yeah. where they were filming like this set um but it was like all like within there and then like me and Adam were like walking up breakfast like one of the mornings like we found this like place like to like like places like near us or whatever and we went to this like sick remember that sick breakfast joint we went totally to yeah so good and uh we like we're walking down there and we find this tree that has to have been around for like a fucking thousand years yeah, <laughs> it was dude. so fucking huge and it's just in the middle of the fucking city and it's just like like what in the fuck is this doing here that place like there was all kinds of like weird shit but yeah i mean that city i mean Aside from the fact that, like, we totally got, like, raped in the ass, like, in our, <laughs> our bank account, like, doing that convention, it was, like, probably one of the coolest experiences. And that was your first time to California, correct? No, uh, first time to L.A., but not I've been to, LA. like, okay. North Tahoe and, like, shit like that. But, um, yeah. I've and, been like, to New Hampshire a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so the, the weird part about that con was is we, like, didn't – we didn't really, like, stock up on Halloween-specific items. I mean, we had a few things that we brought there. Like, we did a couple of uh, exclusive pins for it for the H40 con. But like when we got there, we realized that everyone was there and they, they, they brought memorabilia and they, they were buying Halloween posters so they could get every autograph. Cause it was like basically every living cast member from like any Halloween was basically there. So, uh, it was an autograph session. Like, and it was totally. just like everyone was there to buy like prints. And it's like 25 bucks that, an autograph. It's like how many, how, what, what money you have left to buy like random horror merch. You know? I think Jason, yeah. Jason Edmonston, like, fucking ate up that whole totally fucking convention and good for him and justified because that dude's fucking sick but it was like for and it sure. wasn't just him there like yeah. you know there were so many like great artists for sure that, that, that were all fucking lined yeah, but up to, right? to add salt on the wound we um we needed to get some water and some like fucking <laughs> snacks and shit so we we hopped in the we had like an uh, SUV we rented. Oh, man. Target the fucking yeah. Target trip. Oh, you know I'm glad they burned that fucker to the ground because we fucking spent we spent. Dude, was fucking, that the Target? Yeah, we, I don't so know. we we went in there. We spent fifty dollars, dude. We bought some supplies and we bought candy for like the like the people coming up to our booth. Like we yeah. bought like this big fucking thing of candy and we come out and there's like a two hundred and eighty dollar fucking ticket yeah. on our fucking rental car. We were there for fifteen minutes. Fifteen we fucking minutes. So you know what? Fuck you, Target. I'm glad you fucking. Yeah. 
and burned to the ground. We accidentally parked in a uh, a bus spot that had no sign, but I guess there was stuff painted on the on the ground, which is not the case in New England. So I fucking parked there. I will fucking take. <laughs> but there was I did not see anything that said like no parking. Totally. Yeah, and then so so that's they just they just knew that it was a fucking rental, yeah. and they were just like these these motherfuckers are out of state. The fucking cops just fucking oh, yeah. found us, and that was that. not going back to to show up in court for a ticket. So we fucking ate it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, Adam goes, "What are we gonna do about this?" I was like, "Fucking pay it, dude, because we're not pay going it. back out to Pasadena for two hundred and eighty bucks." <laughs> totally. But yeah, like, yeah, and that's what they that's what they bank on. Like we yep. just totally hit a fucking point. Like you know, they had their quota for the month, and we got fucking raped and that's it totally so pasadena it was a good time but you fucking destroyed our fucking wallet but we ate a bunch of good food and, well the funniest thing is that we got yeah, the fucking i remember 100 bucks and fly over here to so we we get this fucking rental like hyundai like santa fe like suv and like adam's like he's like you want to fucking drive and i'll drive back and i'm like yeah sure so like i'm used to being in my fucking pickup truck and like my brakes are, my brakes are solid, but it's like I'm driving a fucking truck, so like you know they're not super responsive. And uh, we're fucking going to pull out of the place, and I go to hit the brakes. Fucking <laughs> thing just jerks forward. And Jacked like, it. What the? He's like, "What the fuck, dude?" And, he, and I was like, "Dude, these fucking brakes are wicked sensitive." I was like, "I don't know." And he's like, "He's like, yeah, all right." So like I drive, like you know, we're sitting in fucking traffic. We hit an in and out burger, which was like all i fucking cared about totally. hitting in and out adam got his like first in and out experience it's delicious yeah so good and then uh we hit the hotel and like i'm driving the whole fucking time we're there and then like on the way back i'm like all right dude like you're up yeah and he gets in we're backing out of the parking space and he hits the brakes does the same, same fucking shit, shit as me yeah, and like i was like yeah he gave me a whole bunch of shit yeah like, any, this thing's fucking nuts. I think any scraps we made for, for cash at that event were spent either at In-N-Out or that Cali burger with the robots Cali. making the cheeseburgers. Yeah, so we had this fucking – I don't know if anybody else that was there like is listening to this. Like our, our fucking homies from Forever Midnight or fucking uh, – I think Lunar – I think Rob from Lunar Crypt was smart enough to find out yeah. another place to go to. But um, like if anybody went to Cali Burger, they, they know the struggle. But we went there and you order on this fucking robot thing. They were just like – I, that restaurant was just fucked up so it's it's also spliced in with this fucking super nice like steak joint yeah uh which was like to the right and, and we went there every night to get these like these shitty burgers that were amazing They're awesome. but like the wait was like fucking 45 minutes and it was like worth it me and adam just weren't assholes everybody was being a fucking asshole and pissed <laughs> about their food which was totally justified because we waited way too long but i was like fuck it they were just giving us other people's burgers that left so we ended up getting all this fucking food, food, food for free just waiting sick. 45 minutes yeah normally that place awesome. So that night was fucked up. Like the whole staff was like fucked. They like, like left. They were yeah. like, fuck this. Like, and then it was like the chefs from like the steak joint right. coming over and well, cooking the burgers. And then they had that, they had a literal robot that makes the fucking hamburger patties, but it was out of service. So I think the, like the fucking robot ruined the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck you, chopping mall. You fucking destroyed everything. We did not have a nice day. There's Johnny Five just flipping burgs in the back and he just quit. Yeah, we're sitting here just like watching this thing. Yeah, they had a robot fucking chef, which I had no idea about until I was like watching like Saturday morning TV. Yeah. Like like a couple weeks later after we had returned and I saw like these all these robots that are fucking cooking shit. And I was, was like, I don't, 
I don't know about this. It is very chopping mall esque. Like yeah. you get a bunch of fucking robots, cleavers, knives, and yeah. shit. Yeah, I'm like, this is a fucking. This is a horror movie waiting to happen. Really, yeah. Maximum Overdrive would have been fucking totally souped up. Yep. Yeah, nowadays. Good call. Yeah, but uh, Pasadena was was super. It, it was. It, we we got like I said. We 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 went heavily into the negatives, but it was a super good time, and we got to hang with a bunch of our our homies that like we've been talking to online for a super long time and never had met, which was which was rad. Yes. So just to wrap the movie up, so um, so when the all the kids head back with like their their new badass like light bulb suits, they make quick work of uh, of boy, and they they toast him real quick, and then they're they're uh, Fre- uh, Fred Savage or Brian is keeping like he's keeping score on his clock because he knows that they all have to get out of the uh, the under the bed world before uh, the sun comes up entirely. Or they're yeah, they travel from there. fucking east to west in like yeah. like a matter of minutes because of the, yeah. the whole magic. You know? Yeah, they're running like they're running around those stuff. stair sets and there's just like maps every oh, there's like a signs pointing different maps and shit and uh, like Philly's closed next spot. Yeah, and they finally find Malibu, so they're gonna be from from Massachusetts to Malibu. Um, and they I they, thought they ended up in California. Yeah, Malibu, California. Yeah, all right. yeah. Uh, never mind. I'm fucking. Yeah, <laughs> So uh, I was totally thinking Florida in my head. I'm, I've had too many drinks. I'm just no worries. Detroit, Hawaii. And then um, so they, <laughs> the kids are all escaping. They're hopping up out from under the they, they, they end up on a beach. And then um, and then there's that like that like end like that T2 moment of like fucking just leaving Maurice down under the under the uh, in the underworld and uh, saying goodbye to him. And like Brian but he gets like, a sick battle vest. Yeah, Brian gets the jacket and tells him that he's like his best friend and everything. And it's like a touching moment. I remember being like stoked up as a kid, like almost tearing up when when he had to leave his best bud. But um, and then the kids are in. Oh, in the uh, previous talk, almost dude, I fucking teared up. Yeah, dude, I was like, fuck, dude, he's never gonna see Maurice again. That's like okay, this dude's okay, the only so, fucking friend. So just just a quick touch on that because you brought that fact up. I was gonna wait till Adam was done, but. <laughs> there's nothing to say that Maurice can't come up and visit him. Brian right. just can't go back down to that world. Exactly. But Maurice can come up okay. all the fucking time. <laughs> Plot hole. Literally, he's like, I'll fucking see you in eight hours. But they leave right. it like like you're fucking like, like it's like this it's big gone. emotional moment. It's not like, hey, see you tomorrow, bud. Right, like right. Throws him on up. Like it's like, like, hey man, like you've made your choice. You're going back to the mortal world and like I'm just gonna fucking like this is where we say goodbye. But if you think about it, it could be like the idea of like when you're when you're a kid and like one day you get up and you don't believe in monsters anymore. And like and that's, that's, saying, and that's yeah. when they don't. Yeah, that's what he's like. He's, like he's too old. But right. it's like it's like I feel like all this movie is like all in a matter of a week. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, like how long has this really been going on for? Yeah, like, he's like, like tomorrow. Like, you're, you're not going to believe in any of this stuff right. anymore because you're going to be like 12 years old and like 18 days. <laughs> But yeah, like, like also like now this whole like 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 what's happening now like 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 who's like is is Maurice in charge of like the underworld? Yeah, is, now is, yeah, is he the boss? Like, yeah, Who like knows? yeah, like so like so what happens to the underworld? Like it's now that call. boy's not there to fucking be in control of all of this shit. Yeah. Daniel Stern's Maurice for Prez. Yeah. No, so they they actually so the kids find a payphone. They call the parents who meanwhile just told like uh, the night before told Eric and Brian that they're gonna separate. And uh, that that part's super like fucking brutal. Like uh, little Corey Matthews or Eric um, just being like, 
I'll be good. I'll be good. Like, like, don't, don't yeah. separate. It's just like, oh my God, tear, tearing at the heartstrings there. You got tearing me apart, Lisa. Like, and then Brian's just like, fuck this. You guys are getting a divorce, like whatever. And he's just out. But um, he's like, yeah, whatever, dad, you rode over my fucking bike. Yeah. Fucking just give me shit Blowing. every time I fucking turn around. I'm glad you're out of here. Mom's always on my fucking side, like on my shoulder, smiling. And shit. Yeah. <laughs> the mom wears mad bandanas in the movie. Like, I don't know why, but like every scene, she's got like a fucking like, crazy bandana on her head it's fucking 80 in it up 80s man redoing the house remodeling but yeah so that's basically the end of the whole movie i know that we like we strayed off a lot from the plot lines here but like there's not much to dive into with this one it's, it's a yeah, it's not a lot of meat and potatoes just a classic like like heartwarming kids shit, comedy that yeah. turns dark shit, shit. and this is like yeah, eric fucking eric hates it, it per usual but I've, I've, i do attribute like this movie as a kid <laughs> obsessively watching it like nine eight nine eight nine ten years old like this got how many me times into, did you nine or eight eight or no uh, oh, how old was i eight <laughs> or nine or nine or ten uh but anyways is it four like, or five, is it four or five eleven all right five bucks what do you need four bucks for nah it's a total fucking classic i i've watched this one countless times like you like saying like i'm not prepared for this episode tonight but like i've seen it enough that like i when as soon as you guys mention anything i remember the fucking scene totally so it's, it's it's one of those ones that just fell into the category that you watched over and over and then the second it hit like and then it was like when my my nephew came into the picture like you know introducing him into all the things that i loved when i was a kid because right. cartoons and movies are fucking shit now so totally yeah this but this was like i feel like little monsters gave me the balls as a little kid to be like all right i can step my game up i can watch predator i can watch something more like alien or something more scary like this was like a, a a nice um like pre pre real scary movie. This was a good intro. As a kid. I think I saw all of that shit before I yeah. saw the monsters. <laughs> oddly enough, like I like the first introduction I think to horror for me was like the Blob. Hell yeah! And like I was like su- I was like two like watching that. Shit you like you remember dad. being two years old? I dude I re- I remember uh I remember vague things i remember that Blobs. and like i remember like watching like the purple people eater i remember like being three and like thinking i was biting into a french fry in disney and it was my fucking finger that i dipped in ketchup like i remember <laughs> some weird shit dude i don't know but uh but yeah no i remember uh like the the blob was like the first introductory movie i, I was like around like two or three and yeah. then like uh and then my dad brought me to see like uh uh terminator like yeah. judgment day and like you know like uh, like you know they always continued going on to those but it was like like totally. always that funny shit like um sure. like what was it store uh starship troopers that one's awesome oh. and like watching that and then like the titty scene comes out my mom put her hands across yeah. my eyes i was like come on mom yeah I, m- me and my dad when i was like way too young like six seven years old i, we, I basically grew up on like 90s action movies uh like Steven Seagal, Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, like all the like Chuck Norris. Like my dad was hooked yeah. on those and he'd let me watch them with him. I wasn't allowed to watch R rated movies. We have the same dad. Unless that. Oh, he was into him too? Oh, yeah, dude. That was my everybody, everybody was into dude, that Seagal stuff. I'm still, I still watch them. Seagal, I still Seagal watch Van Damme movies, dude. They're like the. Uh, I just watched was, Lionheart like three weeks ago. Great like one. Jason, Jason Statham's like the new um, like he's, Van Damme. Seagal. Doesn't even hold a candle. You've lost your balls. Yeah, he, he doesn't. But he, he doesn't. Like but he's the new. Oh, and um, the Bond. Uh, whoever the fuck does the Bond identity? Matt. Matt Damon. Uh, Matt Damon. Matt, Matt Damon. Yeah. yeah, the uh, the guy that talks the, the guy that talks like you in movies. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm wicked they're smart. Like, they're like the new like uh, Van Damme, Steven Seagal, and like you know, and like the new hit yeah. action film. So I grew up on like super weird obscurities. Like, um, uh, so I remember the first like like kids trailer that like really freaked me out was um, Nigel Thornberry. Watch- 
no the, the the watcher in the woods <laughs> what's that um it was a disney flick but like i don't know for whatever reason like that like when i was a little ass kid like little young young uh the trailer for that used to freak me out and i i, I grew up like watching like all the like like i said i, I got uh monster squad when i was like three mm-hmm. and um i grew up like and i and so my parents would like give us like like me and my sister the the bedroom um like one day a week, like we would switch off, like rotate, like each week, like so one of us could go in there and like just like you know be able to be alone and like watch whatever movie we wanted to watch, like, right? And um, like she would always watch like some lame shit, like Seventh Heaven or whatever, and I would watch like <laughs> I literally watched like I think Fright Night and Monster Squad like over Every and over time. again. But the the other movie that I was like heavy into, which is like really obscure, which uh, I'll be psyched if a lot of people know this, like listening to the podcast was the peanut butter solution. So the peanut butter solution was like a huge movie in my house, like when I was younger, but I was, I was totally what? into, uh, I don't even Predator know what that is. Aliens. Is it a horror movie? It was Disney. Uh, uh, not, no, not really. So, um, it's, it's, I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but this kid's hair falls out and like <laughs> the, like he, he gets this like peanut butter that he like spreads on and his hair grows super long, but it's like, it grows like, in a day like down like cousin it like like gotcha but it is a kind of a kind of a creepy like for for a kid's movie and for i believe sure. it i believe it was disney um but i still have the original vhs for that and stuff so um you know i had a lot of those and the willies the willies was a, a huge rotation for me oh yeah when i was younger and, and still is and i remember that being like um i always think of like the the uh, i don't know if eric's in it but you've seen it now I, you know, yeah, I, got, totally. I got you introduced to the Woolies. Yep, for sure. So um, the scene with the old guy that's like on the ride. Yeah. And like everyone's attacking him. Like I like anytime I go to Disney <laughs> and I ride the Haunted Mansion, like I always think of that that segment of like that movie because it's like an anthology. Totally. Um, but yeah, like, those, on, yeah. those anthologies stuck with me as a kid. I remember I, it, Creepshow 2 has the uh, the one with like the the, uh, the thing in the in the lake, right? Yes. Yeah. The, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the name of that? Ah, oh, fuck. Well, anyways, that the oils like the oil. Slip, yeah, it's like, like the like whatever that creature. Um, but. I watched that when I was way the float. too young. Was it called the float? Maybe or the raft? The raft. The raft. It's the raft. The raft. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So my so I used to go to like a beach when I was a kid that had a raft, and I watched that like one summer with Those my old floating docks. My older cousins, yeah, they basically just like a bunch of barrels with some like some ply, some ply on the top with some like sheets. Uh, it's just some pieces of wood, but like yeah, we I watched that, that way too young with like my older cousins, and uh, I literally spent a whole summer like on the shore, not going in the fucking water because I was fucking terrified because the scenario was so similar and i was just like you don't fucking see that thing it's just gonna come and grab you like i was freaked the fuck out well, well this is this, I, I think this is a i saw when i saw piranha that's how i was because it was oh, like yeah. oh it's, it's just like a lake and i was like yeah you don't know what fucking people dropped in this fucking lake <laughs> be piranha in this lake drinking some rhode island piss tonight no. and i was looking for the uh, like a gift from halloween of the girl on the phone going totally <laughs> yeah adam's got like five like cute up auto responses i'm totally swag one of swedish i say a hundred percent a lot a hundred percent a hundred percent totally parties totally <laughs> <laughs> we should uh oh. All right, so how many how many takes do you think this is going to be? I'm going for six. I'd say about if we're if <laughs> you already fucked <laughs> up. Wild little monsters. You gonna introduce yourself? 
Oh, fuck. I forgot that part. <laughs> I had Gimli licking my foot the whole time. You were weird. doing so well, and then... All right. Not shit. That's okay. Well, uh, mm -hmm. oh, greedy disagree. Uh, well, I agree. To disagree. <laughs> Little Monsters came out August twenty fifth, nineteen eighty nine. Sorry, it's twenty eighth, not twenty fifth. What on Google it says it came out on the twenty fifth. Oh, on I fucked. I might have fucked it up then. Sorry, dude. I'm fucking right here. I'm right. You were looking. I think you were. Is he laughing like a witch? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me. All right. Well, it's a major award. I'm gonna be right back in a second. Right. Dude, don't fucking punch your mic, man. Cold and ready to go, baby. The one you shouldn't hurt at all. You always take. The sweetest rose and crush it till the petals fall. You always break the kindest heart with a hasty word you can Because I loved you most of all 